Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers, episode two, version hangover. Fuck you. This is your host, Chop. <laughs> Chris. Blake. And today we're missing Gator, but uh, he'll be around later. We'll, get, we'll look forward to having him back next week. Let's see what's in the box. Ooh. Today we are drinking Cooper's Mark Bourbon Whiskey Small Batch. I legitimately thought that that was... Uh, Woodford, when you pulled it out. Yeah, I think it's the exact same bottle. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it tastes. <clears throat> um, in the meantime, I want to tell our listeners how... Uh, dude, we could not ask for a nicer day. It is not fucking hot. It's not fucking cold. Yeah. It's... It's just really hungover outside. Like, yeah. perfect. <laughs> Minus the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, perfect, sunny, 68 degrees with a 100% chance of hangover. Yeah. Uh, so, me and Chris... We're in Vegas for a week, and that, <laughs> that resulted in a pretty gnarly hangover. <laughs> yeah, um, Vegas is fun. It's cool. Usually when I go, I've only gone uh, by myself, really, or with, like, you know, work people, um, which can be fun sometimes, but it, it's not quite like having your boys around, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely having, having somebody to hang out with there was cool, but it did result in some late nights and some empty bottles. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so kind of on that note, I want to go ahead and mention that we've done the research and it turns out that Jameson is a fucking gnarly hangover. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I've been on this kick for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of people I, I, that I'm friends with, they, they like, they like the Irish whiskey, you know, and they, they drink it and whatnot. Um, and I got to drink enough of it to realize that every time I drink it, I feel like absolute death the next day, like mm-hmm. morning pukes, like really, really bad headache i get a headache like in the back right above my spine yeah you know mm-hmm. Dude, it's a gnarly wicked headache but i i can have i mean i could go you know one night and drink half a bottle of jmo and feel fucking terrible and like two days later i can drink half a bottle of almost anything else and feel fine yeah <laughs> like it's you know it's there's definitely say, something to it jameson is not bad it's not a bad tasting no not at all it's, it's good the night you're drinking it it's the next day that sucks Although the night we drank it, I threw up that night. Yeah, so that was actually something I was going to talk about, because we definitely had some battle pukes. <laughs> yeah, battle pukes is a thing. It okay, is. Let, me, let me get this pop, and then you tell us about the battle pukes, okay? All right. Ooh, Ooh I like that's it. a good pop. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a Woodford bottle, more or less. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was better. Yeah. Yep. All right, battle pukes, go. Uh, so, I don't know if it just didn't go down right or what, but uh, we... We got to the hotel room and poured up some shot, and I think we made it to like shot two. <laughs> Both yeah. of us started puking, like yeah, literally right next. Like he's throwing up in the sink, and I'm throwing up in the toilet. Like, yep, it, it just wasn't working. That ain't no shit neither. Wait, and, were you were you drunk when you started drinking? No, no. not at all. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Still drunk when you started drinking, Jameson? <laughs> no, no, not at all. It was just like completely fresh to I'm puking in two shots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we manned up. We we manned up. We got through the battle pukes. We finished the bottle. It's good yeah. night. <coughs> it was a good night. But it's definitely more fun to go to go with friends. So battle puking is a lot like battle shits, like two yeah. people in stalls next to each other, seeing who can shit louder. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, but it's puking. It's, so I have to ask: when it's competitive puke, it's who is can it all do about it volume, or it's, is it about quality of the puke? Like, it's who can do it quieter. Quieter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's I don't like, know why. It's, it's, it's like, like volume, like noise, or volume, like it's like <laughs> like, like displacement. Weight. It's like the golf of drinking sports. You know, the less is better. Ah, uh, <laughs> so who won? Uh, I think I did. Yeah, he was probably quieter. I'm I'm a gnarly puker. Yeah, you tend to dry heave. Well, and also which makes for a sloppy puke. Also, I'd already been puking when he started. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but he he got the trash can bucket thing. So mm-hmm. like you know, kind of had portable echo to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when it would hit, it, you could hear it just as loud. <laughs> it's like a baritone. Like, you really yeah, reverberates yeah. in there. It yeah. resonates, so you get that. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, if you can't you can't hear your phone, so you stick it in a cup. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like that. Battle pukes. Well, yeah, that's something that uh, every, every gentleman, every uh, well-behaved, well-established, and adjusted human being has, has done, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've had battle pukes with Blake, even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, violently throw up in Vegas. Right. Yeah, it, it happens. It wouldn't be a trip to Vegas if you didn't throw up. I mean, come on. All right, Cooper's Mark. Let's see what's up. All right. 
This is going to sound a little bit pretentious, but it's not bad. Kind of caramely. That's the taste I got. Yeah, it's not bad. Extra smooth, sweet. Yeah, it's not even that sweet. It just tastes like caramel. a little bit bitter on the bite, though. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird. I like it. It's really good. Yeah, I like it though. It was smooth. Yeah. It was smooth and went down fine. Um, and 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 the 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 shot face was solid five seconds after the shot. So normally we record the show on on. Uh, you know, like Thursday or something, you know, weeknight, something responsible. Yeah. But it turns uh, out me and Chopper in Vegas for a week. Today yeah. we're recording, and that's kind of why, why Gator isn't here, because we fucked the schedules all up. But uh, <coughs> we're recording on a Saturday, and we're recording at, what time is it? Like 11? 11, yeah. 11 something like that? Yeah. So. Uh, I literally got home from the airport last night, fell asleep, woke up, put on clothes, and came here. So normally, right now would be a time for like some fried eggs and some Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. And instead, we're sitting around this fucking table taking shots of whiskey. Hell yeah. I think it's going to be a wonderful day. For all day. of you cocksuckers. It's going to be a wonderful day. Speaking of cocksuckers, mm-hmm. I have a, uh, a story to tell. Yeah? So, um, Thanksgiving is over. Uh, it's it's Christmas time now, right? It's time to put up Christmas lights. and, and The appropriate have, time. We could have an entire conversation about is the, like when is the appropriate time to put up Christmas decorations. Dude, it's 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 fr- it's the weekend after Thanksgiving. That is that's the standard. That's what it should be. That's what it's always been. Some people go early as fuck. Here's the only reason. Fuck them. Here's the only reason that I, you can justify going early is if you're having your family Thanksgiving at your house and you want it already decorated for all of your family to come in for Thanksgiving. That is the only exception, and that's really only an inside decoration. It's not You're not putting the lights on the outside yet. You get the inside shit done, you get the tree up, you get the inside looking like Christmas. So Then you, then you have Thanksgiving, and then the weekend after, you put lights up on the outside. So hold on, before we get there. I, so I'm, I'm putting up my lights. It's after Thanksgiving. Weekend after Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm putting up my shit. And, uh, you know, the big inflatable, like, snowman snowman and reindeer you know all yeah. that shit so i've got those laid out in my yard and they're all flat it's the middle of the day sunshine you know laying in the middle of the yard and i'm fucking you know doing something over here and the neighbor comes out and he's walking his dog whatever like that's a pretty common sight in a in a suburb you know yeah uh but not on a leash right no not on a leash just walking yeah and the Which, dog yeah don't do, don't do that first of all yeah f- strike one <laughs> uh so I'm putting, up, I'm fucking with something over here. There's a, a flat blow up thing over there, um, and the dog comes over into my yard, and I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't know. I've got dogs, and dude, the dog walks right up and starts pissing on one of my inflatable fucking snowmen. Did you boot it? So the and, dogs, the dogs, the cocksucker. And so I stood up, and I, you know, I'm not like, you know, I'm not mad yet, but I am like, hey, dude, like, what the fuck? So the guy calls his dog. Hey, come here. What you know? And the dog doesn't listen. It stays there fucking hiked a leg peeing on my shit. And he comes over and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's cool. I've got dogs too. And he grabs his dog and fucking walks away. And it's like, bro, you could at least like blow the snowman up and spray it off. Or, or how, I don't know how you make it right, but it's something more than just like, sorry, dude, and walk away. Yeah. You know, like now I have to get the piss off of the fucking thing and it's covered in piss. So I'm going to get piss on myself. The other option, which is the option I opted for, is blow it up and then spray it off the hose. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I feel how, how do you make that right? First of all, don't walk your dog without a leash. Second of all, if your dog pisses on someone else's shit, you should do something. Some kind of yeah. reparations are in order. Yeah. So, what, what do you guys think would be the... Assume that you're already the cocksucker that's walking his dog off the leash. Assume that the dog's already pissed on your neighbor's shit. Where do you go from here? How do you make that right? Because I really don't know what I'm looking for. I just didn't wasn't satisfied with what I got. I, th- I think you probably just blow it up and spray it off. That seems so, like the right way to go. So there's an old saying, right? Like, you drop a plate and it breaks in a couple pieces, right? And then, like, you glue it back together, but really the plate's never the same. Yeah. Your inflatable's fucked from now on. It's got dog piss on it. If you <laughs> store it in your attic in Texas for a year, um, when you go to pull that bitch out, you're going to puke. Yeah. Um, That's so, so the damage is done. I, I don't know. If you think this the last? Well, I've already I've got it in my yard. It's not blown up right now, but aired it up, sprayed it off. Uh, I was hoping it would kind of be like sterilized by the end of the season, having been outside for that long. I mean, you could. But spray- I'm thinking I might retire it after the season. Also, uh, if you if you spray it off and give it a, a good cleaning or whatever, then you should be all right. But you know, the, but I'm talking about that guy. Like, how point, does that guy make it right? 
he could have he could have tried to clean it and that would have been the right thing to do hey can i can i clean it up is there something i can do and I'm, I'm sorry about that you know yeah something that would have been the, he, he should have taken it a step further at least then i could have been like nah dude i'll air it up and spray it off like yeah, yeah you probably can't... wouldn't even let him do it anyways but just the you know that's he's probably from california <laughs> <laughs> you know like we're 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 you know obviously texas so uh, you southern know, hospitality, southern kind of hospitality, shit. southern manners, man. Pleases and thank yous. Like even if you're bitching somebody out, if you use please and thank you, it comes across in a much better mm-hmm. light, you know. Or sir so, and ma'am. So who's the cocksucker? Is it the dog or the neighbor? Oh, chops the cocksucker, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, dude, I fucked up. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get. I gotta throw this out there. Chop is definitely the cocksucker of the week. Wait, we have competitive cocksuckers of the week. Apparently, this week, dude. There's a lot of cocksuckers out there. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> But I, I definitely earned it this week. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll let Chris tell it because I'll, you know, I'll try and justify it. But. <laughs> so, so we were, um, we were on our last night, kind of our last night out there. Um, and one of, uh, one of our good friends, he was there also. Um, and he being the incredible human being that he is, um, brought his mom who's in a wheelchair. Um, wait, is she in a wheelchair because she's old or is she in a wheelchair? She has ALS. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so which is not funny shut the fuck up no, yeah i actually didn't know that that's makes this worse <laughs> um and so so we're all down there and his his mom first of all she's super fucking awesome right like i was a little i was a little like we're going out on vegas and you're feeling kind of one way and then you're like oh no we're like hanging out with this with this old lady in a wheelchair all night and and we did and she hung out all night dude she had she was about it she was yeah. about it she was all about going to tables looking going to different we oh went, yeah we went all over vegas i mean new strip old strip lots of casinos and she was with us the whole time it was great not only that but so i'm gonna interject here a little bit we uh at like five or six or whatever the fuck we were up till uh we were we were downstairs getting i had a bloody mary i think he had a Jameson something. And then me and Chris were like, all right, fuck it, dude. We, we got to go back up. And he was like, all right, we're going to go. So we go back up to the room. And then me and Chop end up. Yeah. We end up bullshitting for another 30 minutes, hour maybe. And And then we go downstairs to smoke another cigarette and (laughs) his mom are fucking on the slots outside of our, our fucking uh, elevator. Yeah. They're still, they're still there kicking it. So anyways, at one point during the night, uh, my buddy whose mom it was, he was like, I got to go to the restroom. And he was like, here, can you, can you push her? Y'all just keep going. I'll catch up to you in just a second. Because we were, we were walking. I, anybody that goes to Vegas knows you're going to walk a fucking gajillion miles. Yeah. And, um, and Chop's like, yeah, 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 I got it. And so we we're walking and then we stop because I'm like, wait, I'm going to smoke a cigarette and I don't want to walk too far because I want our, our buddy to catch up to us, you know? Um, so we stop and I light a cigarette and then, and then Chop's like, let me see your lighter. And he goes to light a cigarette. Well, what he didn't realize is that we were on a hill. And so he let go of the wheelchair to light a cigarette and kind of turned and lit a cigarette. And she started rolling down the fucking hill and <laughs> smashed into this big stone fucking trash can. Yeah. So, yeah, you're the cocksucker of the week for crashing a wheelchair. <laughs> hey, that guy's beating up an old handicap lady. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely crashed an old, <laughs> an old wheelchair lady into a fucking trash can on the strip. Yeah, that's a wow. Wow. Yeah. So I earned I earned my stripes this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chop Scotch. Did you at least buy her a lap dance or something to make up for it? Uh, no, I tried to buy her a drink. She didn't like it. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude. So same uh, same kind of story, but we were on the old strip, <laughs> and same lady. Uh, our friend is pushing his mom, you know, down the old strip, and we're just walking, like we're just you know kind of checking out sites or whatever. Uh, and there's a bunch of like you know street performers, beggars, all kinds of shit on the old strip prostitutes yeah uh so we're uh we're going and <laughs> he's pushing his mom and we fucking kind of steer clear of this big ass like you know group of people watching street performers and this dude walks up and goes hey i want to eat your pussy <laughs> to the fucking lady in the that wheelchair ain't no shit. Th- this dude almost got jumped because yeah. we were three three you know well they're really young three somewhat young dudes not in six foot tall all of us yeah like that dude almost got his ass beat, and he should. A homeless person, and Dr- a drunk <laughs> person, drunk. I think drunk. I think drunk. Yeah, drunk high or stupid. I think drunk and I think drunk and poor, but not homeless. Uh, yeah, hmm. yeah. It was it was interesting to say the least. It was not something I expected. Her and her face was fucking priceless, if I do say so myself. Was she like okay? 
No, no she, was, she was like, she went like beat red. <laughs> she was like, who the fuck says that to somebody in a wheelchair? <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Vegas. It was yeah, good. that's no shit, dude. Vegas is fucked up. <laughs> it's, it's a fucked up place. So, uh, you had various mixed drinks. You were talking about a Bloody Mary. I have an interesting uh, mixed drink story to tell. We went to a, uh, it was, it's a it's a place here in Austin. It's like an arcade, but you can drink. Pinballs. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can drink and stuff. Dude, I love pinballs. Because you can also take the kids there uh-huh. and uh-huh. sit at the bar while they all fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they just asked for money. That's all. Yeah, they just asked for money. You got to have money. Which one? Which one did you go to? Did you go to the old school one, or did you go to the new one where the go karts and all the shit are? Go karts and shit. Okay, yeah. yeah. But they have a bar there, and unbeknownst to me, this is a really uh, fancy from scratch like whiskey bar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I ordered a couple shots um, for me and Chop, and and my wife was there, and she ordered a, a cherry vodka sour. So he starts like he goes over and he brings out all this shit and dude no shit it looks like he's making a cake like he scooped out some sugar and poured it in a in a cup and then cracked an egg in it and I was like what the fuck a raw egg cracked a raw egg in this and I was like hey man what what are you doing <laughs> and he was like I, I'm making her drink and I was like I don't I don't know if there's raw egg and cherry vodka sour and he goes oh this is a from scratch bar so like we don't have simple syrup we don't have um, grenadine like nothing we just we make everything from scratch here and i was like so this is normal and she was like he was like yeah does she have any like egg allergies or anything and i was like i don't think so and he was like well just check it out it's gonna be good i tried it uh it tastes like a cherry vodka sour it was it was white which was kind of weird mm-hmm. um kind of milky but but very much a cherry vodka sour yeah it was i tried it as well and it was pretty fucking good yeah dude I, yeah people can do some cool stuff i've, I've been to places where they uh where there's a garden in the on the bar, I'm not bullshitting you. They're growing like flowers and, and different things. And when they make the drinks, they'll take they'll take like berries and stuff and muddle it in the bottom, like berries. just smash them. And then they'll take like flowers and stuff and they'll infuse it with flowers and different things from this garden on top of the bar. Fucking crazy. Really, really delicious drinks though. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect. And honestly, I wish we would have hung out and tried some different I don't know. Mixed drinks aren't really my bag. That's not usually what I go for. Usually I go for whiskey. Yeah. But, <laughs> usually uh, I drink Kevin Williams out of the bottle. <laughs> in the garage. I prefer like to mix some flies in it, you know? Yeah. But uh, Maybe some ashes. <laughs> I like mixed drinks. It's just a different kind of mix. But we were, you know, we were feeling classy. So yeah, raw egg. There was definitely raw egg in this mixed drink. Kind of weird. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, that's dope, though. Like, I... I've been to a couple bars that are pretty fucking hardcore like that. And yeah, this guy's like a scientist or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and props to those bartenders, because that's... Dude, could you imagine how many fucking drinks you'd have to memorize? All of them? Well, yeah, but, like, fuck, dude, that's a lot of shit. So many years ago, when I was still doing construction, there was this bar uh, over off Burnett Road um, in Austin that... It, it's a pool hall, more or less, but they have a pretty big bar there. And uh, it, it happened to be across the street from where I was working at the time, so... Um, pretty much every day construction, we're there early. So we're out, you know, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, whatever. And then we were at that bar every day and we got to know the bartenders really well. It's total regular at this bar, you know, for a year, multiple years. And, um, they had a Rolodex in the back, like an old school Rolodex, you know, you actually flip through all the things, but it was like all of the mixed drinks ever. And um, a couple cool things about this bar. One thing is that there was a giant mirror across the bar and all the bottles were laying out front, like on on shelves, you know. And uh, when they give you a beer, they put a napkin around your glass and you can work the napkin down all the way down and roll it into a ring. And Mm -hmm. then you have a ring and they would honor ring toss. So once you get your napkin all the way rolled down, you'd have a ring of napkin. You could throw it at the mirror and whatever liquor that you landed the ring on, they would give you a free shot of. Nice. So yeah. ring toss was fun. I've been to this bar. <laughs> the other fun one was is the Rolodex. Um, and and basically you're challenging the bartender. And so you the bartender gives you the Rolodex and you flip through it and you find a drink and you pick it. And you say, hey, I want this drink. And if the bartender makes it correctly, then you pay for the drink. If they don't know how to make it, then you don't pay for the drink. Yeah, that's actually a really cool bar. I've yeah. been there a lot also. That sounds cool. Uh, several years ago, I worked off Burnett Road with you, and uh, we yeah. went there a few times. Yeah. It's a cool bar. It is. It's awesome. I went there not that long ago and played pool, actually. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's actually... So, what... This is kind of relevant to the podcast, if you like. 
what are uh what's the coolest bar shit like what makes a bar attractive like what brings you back to a bar i like uh i like space i don't it's it's definitely appealing to me if if uh there's a lot of like I don't have to be at a table crammed with a bunch of people around me, you know. Yeah. Um, so def- outdoors is cool. A oh, fire. Like a patio. Yeah, like a fire is cool. I'm gonna go the other route. I'm gonna say this. You're asking me like, what's my favorite movie? I mean, I like movies. Like, well, yeah. There's different bars for different 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 bars for different circumstances. So I judge bars based on the uh, experience that I have the first time that I go to it, mm-hmm. and then we'll base how I go back. Like, if I can find a bar where I can go have a great experience, spend six hours and drink all night and then get my tab and it's 50 bucks, I'm going to go back to that motherfucker. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. Because, like, I, I, know, can, I have an oyster bar that we've uh-huh. all been to a lot. Um, I've been there recently. Raw oysters is is dope. Uh, that's something have, that... So, to preface this, they have a patio and we sit out on the patio. <clears throat> you can get raw oysters, pitchers of beer, all that shit. And, and they have some good, awesome. like, etouffee and shit, too. And it's not... It's Everything not, they cook is good. It's yeah. not that it's a great bar or a restaurant, really. But they're they're I disagree. They're uh, the vibe that they throw out is really good. Um, oh, their and, service is fucking incredible. The service uh, is the service is incredible. I say it's not, a, dude. You walk in and it smells and it's it's hole oh, in the it's wall. A, it's a hole it's in the digi- wall. It's not. But their a, food is incredible. Not a, well, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's, but yeah, it's yeah. all fried and raw oysters. But fried it's, it's not a nice restaurant, is what I right. was getting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the floor's like uneven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's oyster shells on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so to, to kind of speak to their service, I was there recently and, uh, me and one of my, one of my friends was in town and I was just like, Hey, let's fucking catch a Uber over there or whatever. We're going to, you know, drink a pitcher or two and, uh, grab some food and then we'll head back. And, uh, so my girlfriend was like, Hey, I'm out and about right now. I'm going to go, uh, come meet you guys. And I was like, all right, cool. So me and him are sitting there eating our food and we have a pitcher of beer and their fucking beer mugs are frosted, right? And they bring you a new one every, every fucking time. time you finish a yeah, beer. That's legit. <laughs> like you have a pitcher sitting on the table, you pour a beer, drink it, and then they come out with a new mug and replace it. Yeah. And then you pour it out of your pitcher again. <coughs> so <clears throat> we're sitting there killing beers or whatever. And uh, my girlfriend shows up and she fucking walks up to the table and the waiter walks out. And I'm like, hey, uh, can you know we get a spare glass? And he fucking pulls his hand out from behind his back and he's got a fucking frosty ass <laughs> mug. And he sets it on the table and pours her a beer. And I was like, damn, dude. And the beer that they, awesome. the pitcher of beer is cold. Like oh, so yeah. cold it's got flakes of ice in it. Yeah. And they remember, well, they remember us. But, yeah. you know, every time I go in there, at least one of them's like, oh, it's you guys. Here's yeah. the patio. We'll just keep bringing you pitchers until you tell us to stop. <laughs> yeah, there was a few years there where I could just go sit on the patio and they'd walk out with a pitcher of beer. beer. <laughs> yeah. And a dozen raw oysters. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so that that um, experience is pretty good. Uh, so, service is basically what we're getting to. Service is a, definitely a fucking key factor. But there's a there's a place in in uh, Dripping Springs that's this huge outdoor venue, and the bar is like almost like a like a food trailer. It's 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 established. It's built, mm-hmm. but like the front folds up. You know, like a the it opens. The, yeah, the front folds up from the from the bar and becomes like a patio cover, and that's where you order your drinks from the bar. But you're standing outside under this. Right. cover and then and then they have this huge covered area that has picnic tables under it and that you can sit there but then they have like little tables off in the i, I want to call it woods it's not really woods it's the huge on area. the edge of the but yeah all over this property there's like um you know uh, like tether tether ball there's uh giant jenga there's and just different tables and places throughout the so like like a beanbag toss so yeah, it's like summer everything. camp but you're getting drunk exactly so you go up to the bar and order your drinks and then you can go like fuck off and go sit at this table over here like with your crew and it's pretty cool yeah it is pretty cool dude there's, I was, there's a lot of cool bars up there i was uh, gonna say i don't uh go ahead you go vegas oh, yeah <laughs> i was gonna say i don't want to harp on vegas too much anymore but uh the being able to walk around in public with a drink that's that's a thing so yeah and walking around with a drink uh chop brought this to my attention this time like because i was like we we were drinking somewhere and we were gonna go somewhere else but he's like i got a full fucking 40 ounce mug of beer like right now and it's like so you can carry it in vegas so literally you can just like walk out of any bar with whatever drink you have and walk down the street and what's crazy is not so much that you can do that but that you can walk into any other bar with the same fucking beer yeah so and they just don't even like they don't give it. you shit dude like I walk, we we went to meet some people at one bar, and I had a. That's your drink. Like once you buy it, that's yours. You, I had a. Your well, 
I had a Dos Equis in one hand and a Coors in the other hand in cans because we stopped at this little fucking place and got cans. And they just let me into the bar. And I walked right past the cops standing at the front door, like drinking my fucking Dos Equis. With the, the only fucking... time that we got turned away for having beer or whatever was private parties it was a private party thing where we were going up on the roof of this hotel and and they were like no nah, you gotta you gotta kill your drink before you go in here and we but, had one backup that we had to chug before we went up there yeah but what's wild to me was all right so now take that whole context but then think about the fact that i ordered my fucking big ass beer in a glass yeah so he took the, so i took, took my the- fucking glass out of the hotel and walked down the street to another hotel holding a fucking glass mug of beer. Does and it left, have the and left that glass there. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have the the hotel or the bar name on it? Some of them some of them do, some of them don't. But either or like they don't, I don't know how it happens. I don't like, either. But somebody just, fucking makes they it. They must happen. have some kind of code that's like, look, if it's got our name on it, you put it here and we'll come by and pick it up once yeah. a week or something. May, fucking maybe. I, the glass he had that night didn't have anything on it. Uh-huh. It was just a big tall. Or maybe they just put a beer in it and give it to some other motherfucker to yeah. carry yeah. around. I think that's I think that's probably what happens, yeah. Yeah. They fucking all agreed and were like, hey, we're gonna use these glasses across the entire fucking strip. <laughs> we're just gonna exchange glasses. No, they're all different though. Like no, you'll I know, get but... different glasses. And I think you're right. I think they're just reusing them to wherever they land because you get different glasses at the same bar, too. That's happened to me a couple of times. Yeah. So I've never been to Vegas. I've been to I've been to uh, Bourbon Street, New Orleans, and it's like that. You can walk out of the yeah, the yeah. the bar. I don't know if you can walk into another bar though. That's another step. Like yeah. that's an extra Extra level. You definitely did uh, in Vegas. I did fuck around, and and I know they do this in New Orleans. Is why I bring it up. But I ordered a uh, a yard of slushy that's alcoholic. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and it was all one fifty one. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, those are good, dude. You can fuck that up. Oh yeah, because I mean, I did fuck that up. That's when I crashed wheelchair girl. (laughs) That's when I was after I finished drinking that. Dude, yeah, I I had one day that I was there and I was by myself again every time except for this one. I've always been by myself and uh, I had a day off like I stayed an extra day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm just going to go down to Old Strip and we'll fucking walk around and see all the sites and do the things, you know. And I was like, you know what I haven't ever done? I'm going to do the yard thing because mm-hmm. they have these bars everywhere and it's like a wall full of like all these slushies. And they're all alcoholic slushies. And, uh, and they taste like candy. A yeah. hundred fucking different flavors. And you can buy like a foot or a yard or, you know, all these different sizes and shit. And so I got the first one in my hotel waiting on my <laughs> ride. Went to- did you even fuck with the foot long one or just cut straight to the chase? <laughs> can I get a mile of pina colada, please? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, fir- the first one I got was a yard. After the yard, I knocked it down to the foot long because I kept my yard cup. It still to this day is on my desk at work. Uh, I, I, I still have that yard cup, but, uh, I, I knocked it down to the, to the foot long after that. Um, but I got my first one at my hotel and then it's like a 20 minute Uber ride to Fremont street. Cause I was on the new strip, whatever. And, uh, uh, got my first one at the hotel. By the time I got to Fremont, it was gone. So I just fucking threw the cup in my backpack and then ordered another one, but only foot long. By the time I finished the second one, I was housed like completely fucking shit house. that's what they want right <laughs> Wandering around and it's myself. perfect because that's what i want too like <laughs> yeah it really works out well it's a symbiotic relationship for sure and and it's not they like, want you to be drunk so you spend money in the casinos you want to be drunk to spend your money in the casino it's not like whiskey whiskey you, you pour a shot and you and you speaking of let's let's take a shot yeah whiskey you pour a shot and and i can just catch a whiff like just a small smell of it and it it's like somebody walked over my grave i get the chills of whoa mm-hmm. you know uh, and then same thing, like after about five shots, I can smell a shot of whiskey oh, again, you know, uh, it's not that it's not that it's, uh, this is candy and it's delicious. And now I'm shit housed. Yeah. <laughs> That's about how I remember it working. Yeah. I've never been to Vegas, but I have been to, uh, to Man. Reno and I mean, I've done, I've done the casino thing. I've, I've been gambling before. Yeah. Um, and dude, that's a pretty cool, like you sit down in a slot machine and you start playing the game and. A waitress just comes up and she's like, yeah, what do you want? And you're like, bourbon and Coke. Here's a bourbon and Coke. And then she walks the fuck away. You give her a tip, she walks away. You don't pay for the drink. Dude, yeah. I'm going to break the stereotype. I feel like me and probably Chop also, like, everything about us and our history and our family and everything that says that we should be gamblers, we don't gamble. Yeah. I don't think I... I actually, I know for a fact. I didn't spend a single dollar on gambling while yeah. I was in Vegas. Uh, and, dude, I, I just don't. Like, I enjoy I, gambling, but it's not impu- or compulsive. Like... 
I don't have a problem being like, all right, I've spent my hundred bucks that I allocated for gambling. Right. I don't have any desire to lose anymore. I'm not going to get it back. I almost, I go into it knowing like. You're going to lose a hundred bucks. Yeah. There's a hundred dollars. <laughs> and if I go up, then as soon as I hit big, right? Like say I go up to like 500. I'm like, all right, cool. Take 250 of it, stuff it in my pocket. That's off limits now. Yeah. And then I can spend the other 250 and it's like, oh, I have a little bit more to play with. Mm-hmm. And then when that's gone, I'm like, cool, I'm done. And I'm up and yeah. I'm done. I have no desire so, to try and win it back. Or Typically what I do is uh, when I show up, I'll go and I'll pull 20 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'll use that 20 bucks until it's gone. But I play like the $3 fucking roulette so I can split bets like two on red and one <coughs> on black. And, you know, I'm really betting a dollar. See, but, I did, uh, for a long time, I, I, I've gone there a lot. But for a long time, what I would do, the only gambling I would do is I would take 20 or 50 or 100, depending on what my bank account said. And uh, just drop it all, red or black, and roulette. Uh, you get one to one odds for red or black. Uh, yes, I think, yes. Yeah. So you put a hundred, you win a hundred. Yeah, yep, yeah. But regardless of what happened, win or lose, I didn't fucking do anything else. Like that was it. Like that's one shot go. You know, basically. My tip, thing. I basically tip in the casino, right? Like mm-hmm. my thing was, I'll take twenty bucks, write it out for like an hour. Usually, if I'm playing roulette and. Uh, that's my entertainment for the night. And then I don't really gamble the rest of the time. Only time I've ever broken that rule was I had like, I, I had pulled 20 to spend it or whatever a couple nights before. And then a guy, a group of guys was going out and uh, they were like, hey, we're going to go eat dinner and hit the casino. And I had like, you know, 40 bucks set aside for that night. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, I'll, I'll fucking spend 20 bucks on food and I'll pull another 20 for going to the casino again. And I did that like a couple nights later. But I had like an allocated fund of like, hey, this is my money for that night, you know? I do love our uh, family Christmas event that we do every year. And it's it's basically we get all the, the extended family, aunts, uncles, cousins. We have a ton of cousins. Um, Huge family. And we play we play poker. And we play like fucked up variations of, of different games. Um, and, Most- and I can spend some bucks doing that. And yeah. I go into that's the most money I ever spend on gambling. Oh yeah, but I go into it like, like <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm, lose a hundred bucks. I'm going to lose a hundred bucks. Like that's the that's the game. Yeah, what's beautiful about that, that, and this is why I think we love it, right? Like we can sit for six or seven hours, and no matter what happens, like you could have the worst night of your life, you're down two hundred bucks. Oh, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's not destroy your life. Fucking <laughs> spend your mortgage. And it's fun. And it's and it's fun. So I will say there's there's one time that I broke out of my uh, red black thing in Vegas. There was only one time that it happened. I was there with uh, with my dad actually, and he uh, he was like, "Hey, let's you know after we get done and whatever, let's go over to Hooters. They have really cheap blackjack tables, like three dollar tables. And nowhere in Vegas has three dollar tables, right? But this place does, and uh, Hooters does. And so we went over there, and he he wanted to play, so we. We had some food and then sat down at uh, Blackjack. And I think we played Blackjack for three hours and I was down like 80 bucks. And I was like, that that's legit. I can, I can, I can fuck with that. I spent 80 bucks to have a good time, you know, and, and it was three hours. Do you think, do you think Bloody Mary is interesting? That game? Oh yeah, definitely. So seven card stud. It's, it's seven card stud, but the caveat is, uh, low heart splits the pot, low heart in the hole. It has to be in the hole. So you get two cards face down, one card up. Four cards up. And then you and then you bet. Then you get another card, another card, another card, and you bet between each one. And then last card is down again. So at the end, you have three of your seven cards are down called in the hole. Right? Well well, so no, there's a caveat. You gotta back up a little bit if you're gonna explain it. So you, you get two cards down, four cards up. And so you got six cards, right? But you bet between each one, right? But right. if you if you stay if you stay, on, to get if your you last stay on the last down. one, you're 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 in. Right. And if you're in, and you lose, you match the pot. Mm-hmm. So through the course of the game, you're betting between every card, and it gets down to you have two cards down, um, four cards up, and you're about to get the last card, and you have to decide right then: Am I going to win the poker hand or? The low heart in the hole. If you have the low heart, if you have a two of hearts face down, you're guaranteed to split the pot. Guaranteed. Right. Yeah. So you stay till the end. What gets fucked up is when you have like the three of hearts. Or the five of hearts. <laughs> and yeah. you haven't seen any of the other ones yet. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I, I don't know. Should I? Should I? And then you're like, I've got two pair and the five of hearts. <laughs> like I'm doing pretty good. And by the way, at quarter inning plus bets, like the first pot's like fucking 10 bucks. And mm-hmm. then. So so yeah. what happens is, is three people stay at the end. Now all of a sudden. 
like one or two people are matching it if it's because low heart in the hole splits the pot with the poker hand so it might be it might end up being that two people match the pot so if there was only ten dollars in there at the end of that first hand well now there's twenty dollars in there and everyone annies and plays an entire game on top of that and you go again and then somebody matches the pot and all of a sudden it's forty fucking dollars so that's one of those games where you can like you're like i'm only going to spend a hundred dollars tonight i i once that's gone i'm not spending anymore well, you could put your last quarter in there, end up matching a hundred dollar pot, and you've got to go to the bank. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's a fucked up game, but that's why I like it. That's why it's so much fun. It's a yeah. That's that's a solid game. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm not. I'm just not huge on gambling, but I will entertain it there. And like I said, you know, I'll pull like twenty bucks every time I go to Vegas, and I I didn't even do that this last time. But most of the times I go, I'll pull twenty bucks, and it's like, all right, you know, I'll entertain myself for an hour, probably get a free drink out of it, and I spent twenty bucks, you know. I don't know if I have a hundred bucks to spend. I'm like, I could have a night of drinking. That would be really fun. Or I could go lose it all in fucking 45 minutes. But dude, there's some people that don't give a fuck. There, <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's definitely people that don't give a fuck. They're, and they're blowing their fucking mortgage and shit. I was talking to somebody while I was there and they were like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit more down than I want to be. I'm down like $300 on uh, blackjack and like 500 on slots. And I was like, the fuck are you doing, bro? You're down eight hundred fucking dollars. Like, you need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> so, if you stop right now, you're not gonna lose any more money. Do you, yeah. do you understand this concept? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. There's there's the people that that they think they have this thing right, and it's like fucking win big, lose big. Yeah. And he's like, if I do it enough times, eventually I'll break even. <laughs> you're like, well, probably not. But <laughs> probably not. I'm pretty sure it's in the how casino's Vegas favor. Works. I think they figured this out. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason that they're profitable and you're down right now, eight hundred dollars. I'm not saying they're right. I'm saying they're abiding by that thought process. Yeah. All right, let's take another shot of this Cooper Smart. All right. Oh. Oh. Dude, that's good whiskey. I like it. That is good whiskey, I do too. Uh it is I would be surprised. How about this? I would not be surprised if someone told me this is the same bottle as Woodford Reserve. Like yeah. The place that makes Woodford Reserve bottles also makes this bottle. Yeah, the bottle looks the same for sure. Um, that being said, uh, sweetness. What do y'all think about sweetness? Three? It's, it's yep. Yeah, three. Uh, crunch hidden by the sweetness. I give the crunch two and a half, but two? you don't. I was but you, say two. But I was you don't say two. But you don't realize it because it's covered by the sweetness. What about the bite? That's like this is a tricky one on bite. No, here's so here's the deal, right? Sweetness a little bit high. Crunch also high, but covered by the sweetness, which brings on a very late bite. The bite comes on late. And I feel like the shot face doesn't come until, like, the exhale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's real smooth on the front end. So even I think still, it, I even think still it, I think I'd give it, like, a two. I'd give it about two and a half on the bite. Bottle? Uh, I, I mean... Lo- I like Woodford, but it's lacking in creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say probably uh, two and a half on the bottle. It's yep. literally yeah. just in the middle, middle of the road. Yep. Um, and drunkenness, we can't really speak for that just yet. But, uh, I don't know. It's not a bad bottle. This is a good... What's the... What's the, what's the the, oh, it was 40%. Uh, 45%. Yeah, 91 proof. Hey. Hey. So, uh, it's, it's, this is a perfectly acceptable um, bring to a party to take shots of. Like, you go into a New Year's party, you bring a bottle of Cooper's Mark, and you share Yeah, no, I would, I would say this is probably in my top 10. Um, bro. I think we, uh, yeah, okay. I had some, uh, I had some Eagle Rare out there. Uh-huh. Which is a, a really good whiskey that I like. Somebody brought it some to me for uh, my housewarming party, and yeah, it was, I remember uh, it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good whiskey. So apparently they have a what, something called a double eagle rare, and the double eagle rare is thirty five thousand dollars a bottle, and they only make a hundred bottles a year. Yeah, I think something like a shot of it's like seven hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. Yep. What did we take shots of that night at Pinballs? Um, Do you remember? No. Damn. I wish we did because the first one. So we took two. The first one was one that we drank on the show, but I wasn't here for it. Okay. <clears throat> the second one was the something brothers. Garris Garrison Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I saw a bottle of that on the shelf, and I almost bought it, but it was expensive. It was like eighty five bucks a bottle, and I was like, Damn. That's probably why my Bro. tab was so high that night. Yeah. Bro, thirty five thousand. Well, yeah. A bottle. It's not that expensive. <laughs> yeah. Still, eighty-five bucks for like a bottle like this, like that's that's kind of yeah steep. for a seven fifty double Oof. eagle rare, seven hundred fifty dollars a shot. That shit is insane to me. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Eagle rare is good though. Yeah. I mean, even that shot was thirty dollars. That was yeah. a thirty dollars shot that I got. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
That's a thirty dollars shot in Vegas, though. Yeah, that's probably a. 15, that's probably a fifteen dollars shot. <laughs> fifteen twenty dollars shot. Yeah, dude, uh, fucking cigarettes there, twelve dollars pack. Yeah, no matter where right. you go, you go to Walgreens, it's twelve dollars pack. Mm-hmm. Dude, all right, so. We're talking about spending a lot of money, and I kind of want to fucking bullshit about this a little bit because I think it's fucking hysterical. Hasbro bought out Death Row Records for four billion. Wait, what? Yeah, say that again. Ha- Can we Hasbro, walk through what each of these entities are? Yeah, Hasbro, the toy, toy company, company, bought out Death Row Records, which is Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg's <laughs> record Tup- label, and Tupac, for, for four, four billion. billion. With a B. With a B. <laughs> I wonder if they're making little little uh, action figures <laughs> of Tupac and, of Tupac and, and Dr. Dre. Dude, if they're not, they're fucking up. Like, I mean, that's step number one. As soon as you own Death Row Records in your house, right. bro, you fucking. Yeah. You make a Tupac action figure. <laughs> yeah, for bobbleheads. sure. Bobbleheads. I'm thinking like little rapper bobbleheads, you know? But why? What? Why did a toy company buy Death Row Records? What the fuck? What I wonder. The, I want to know what other artists are signed to Death Row Records right Death now. Like it's got to be marketable. Death Row tanked after Suge went to prison, though. Well, Death Row tanked after Suge went to prison, and also after uh, Eminem left. Yeah, I mean that was kind of a big thing. Yeah, they had to like start paying people legit and like working like a real business, or somehow Suge doesn't <laughs> right because Suge couldn't just fucking violate <laughs> everybody and <laughs> steal all their shit. Or somehow, you know, sell to Hasbro for four billion fucking dollars. What the fuck, man? <laughs> so is Snoop Dogg gonna gonna he's gonna get that, right? I mean his chunk of it? No, I, no, he No, Shook Knight's gonna get all of it because Shook Knight's a fucking murderer. <laughs> uh Snoop Dogg's a G though. I saw Snoop Dogg recently. He's old as balls. Yeah, and, but he's cool as and fuck. St- and still doing his he, thing. He's one of the coolest motherfuckers around, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh like what? just cool, like I don't know. Like if you could, if you could have him, a, Matthew McConaughey, he, and Willie Nelson, Willie Nelson just hang yeah. out and talk that's, about like that's, that's exactly what I was gonna say. If you could right, have guys. a party and invite four people, <laughs> like well, Willie, Sh- or Willie, Snoop, Matthew McConaughey, and uh, I don't know, maybe Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because even he's a little bit of a douchebag. Well, but, but you know he's fun to party with. Oh yeah, dude, he's total crap, bro. See, I feel like I feel like uh, Willie, Snoop, and and. Uh, Matthew McConaughey just decide like, all right, guys, unanimously, what's cool for the next like two or three weeks? Drop Johnny Depp in that situation. There we go. That'll that, work. That's the fourth one. Then you cover all the bases. <laughs> like everybody, everybody from any walk of life <laughs> can be like, let me just see what's cool right now, and they can check one of those four. Yeah, dude, for sure. That, I just, I'm so confused. Like, <laughs> what do those two companies have in common? Like, what, what fucking entity was like, hey Hasbro, do you want to fucking buy Death Row Records? And they were like, it kind of surprises me that Hasbro has that much money. Yeah, I like mean, to, a bit. to spend, you know, oh, dude. Uh, no, actually, no, that doesn't surprise that me that much. Why at all? Yeah, that that company's fucking huge. Toys? Yeah. yeah. No, well, they own a lot of shit, dude. Uh, I don't know exactly hey, what hey, all they own. They, they own like own networks. A lot. Hey, what does everybody buy for Christmas? Because most people aren't buying gifts for adults. Uh, I guess you buy fucking toys. Uh, so, for instance, Hasbro owns Nerf. Owns Nerf. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a cash cow. We spent like $120 billion on Black Friday buying toys. Uh, they own a ton of shit. They, I mean, I think they actually also do like some of the game shows and stuff. So like, Okay, so what? I wonder what other artists are on Death Row Records right now that Has, I didn't, Hasbro I, thinks, okay, this is going to be like hugely Dude, to be successful real, to be real uh, I grew up with hip-hop culture and I still listen to a lot of rap music and all that kind of stuff. And... Uh, Honestly, I thought Death Row Records had folded a long ass time ago. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I didn't know they were still worth four billion dollars. That's and insane. Also, for the record, uh, Hasbro owns Transformers, GI Joe, Power oh, Rangers. Shit. They own Monopoly, Furby, Nerf, Twister, My Little Pony. Yeah, <laughs> they own fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're making some money. Yeah, Nerf. Nerf, Nerf, My, My Little, Little Pony. Pony. Fuck. <laughs> like those two. I'll take one of those two and then retire. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. And now Death Row Records. My Little yeah. Pony and Death Row Records. I mean, if it's right in the... If it's right I want to the- go to the Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the Hasbro Christmas party and there's the people from Death Row Records and the people from My Little Pony. I bet it's off the chain. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking wild. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it. Fucking Dr. Dre and Suge Knight are hanging out with fucking uh, Rainbow Dash. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I... Yeah. That's wild. And Power Rangers. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, 
I know that the show is stupid, but who amongst us did not watch any Power Rangers when we were kids? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I didn't watch much. I was a little bit older than it, so the, the only Power Rangers I watched was with my brothers when they were watching it. Dude, I watched OG Power Rangers. and I made fun of Power Rangers from day one. Like, not, never, never was into it, like, made fun of it. Made fun of it from day one. Yeah, I guess it may have been a little bit after my time because the Golden Age of Power Rangers was like you know who ninety like four. No, because I well, you must have been a little kid. <laughs> Power Rangers the original hit me when I was like in elementary school, right? And I would have been real young. Uh, but then they they didn't really like do much for a while. Like, yeah, they kind of sucked for a few years. You know, what I, made a movie. You know who I mean. was better than Power Rangers? Uh, Ninja Turtles, Captain Planet, Captain Planet, Captain Planet was pretty sick. And that's to me when Power Rangers came out it was right after Captain Planet. See, my like, generation was all the shit. That up. My generation was the the golden years of Cartoon Network. So I had like uh I still had like Scooby Doo, but I also had like uh Courage the Cowardly Dog and uh like Dexter's Laboratory and Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo, like that's that. the one I was trying to think of. Johnny and Samurai Bravo. Jack. Did you watch Samurai, Samurai Jack? Jack for sure? Yeah. I didn't watch Samurai Jack, but Johnny Bravo, my brothers love Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> and and I kind of like. Do y'all remember I, the whack TV shows like Big Bad Beetleborgs that was a rip off of Power Rangers or yeah. Street Sharks that was a clear rip off of Ninja Turtles? Yeah, no, I do remember those. <laughs> I remember Street Sharks. I don't remember the other one. Uh, but yeah, no, I was I, like my my generation was Golden Age of Cartoon Network, and it was also like at the same time the Golden Age of like uh, Nickelodeon and uh, Disney, like Disney Channel. Uh, but I like you picked one. You weren't a fucking you weren't a whore. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> you polarizing. Didn't yeah. You want me to really fuck you up? My generation was Woody Woodpecker. Looney Tunes was still a thing then. Uh, Ninja Turtles wasn't Dude, a thing right. until I was in, I was like well into my elementary school years before yeah, Ninja Turtles balls. was a thing. I'm, I'm going to fuck y'all all, all up, though. Every fucking generation from people born like boomers all the way down to now watch Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Everybody watched Tom and Jerry. You think? So liked, now? So, oh yeah. My so kids of, don't know Tom and Jerry. Of the of the old school cartoons, uh Tom and Jerry was dope. I wasn't honestly a big fan of the uh Road Bugs Bunny. Dude, Tiny Toons and Animaniacs. I like Tiny Toons. Animaniacs was fucking cool. <laughs> Animaniacs was low key for adults. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was definitely That like, was that was my shit, dude. There's the uh. like the the quintessential one that I can think of is like the Animaniacs, and they're like, dust for Prince. And then <laughs> one of them pulls up Prince, like the singer, and they're like, no, fingerprints. And they're like, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, uh, my, one of my favorites about one of my favorites about Animaniacs was Mr. Skullhead. It, he would do like random shit, and it was like how to live life, you know, or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was like, good idea, bad idea is what it was, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, good idea, stopping to smell the roses. Bad idea. Stopping to feel the roses. And the cartoon, like, grabs a rose and it stabs his hand. He's all bleeding and shit. <laughs> I remember that. Wow, I'd forgotten about that. Some of those old school cartoons are fucking hilarious, though. Yeah, for sure. Tiny Toons and Animaniacs was, was my jam. I've been on this kick, so, like, I have uh, I have all the services right now. It's insane. Uh, no, I have VRV, which is a... Um, it was Crunchyroll, which is an anime streaming service. And they fucking... Bought out a bunch of networks and then made one fucking streaming service that has like 10 networks on it now. Uh, but one of the networks they bought out was Boomerang, which is old school, old school. Cartoon Network. Uh, and so, like, I watch a ton of shit on there. Like, I watch a bunch of old Scooby-Doo and, like, uh, Tom and Jerry and shit Space like that. Space Goes Coast to Coast? They don't have that. I didn't get That's a Space shame. Coast. Because when I think old school Cartoon Network, well, well, here's it the thing. is Space Goes Coast to It's Coast. because uh, Adult Swim has their own shit. That's uh, why. Gotcha. Uh, I was, uh... Like Rocco's Modern Life, you remember that? I do, yeah. but I didn't watch it. That was at the end of my area. Before that was like Ren and Stimpy or Doug. Doug. Do, 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 or Angry Beavers. Do, 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 do. See, most of that shit was like Nickelodeon. Most of that shit was Nickelodeon. Yeah. And I didn't fuck with that. I didn't fuck with Nickelodeon because I was a Cartoon Network kid. So uh, I was a Nickelodeon kid. <laughs> but I so I was Cartoon Network. But there was a time when it was still okay to have Cartoon Network and WB, which WB had Animaniacs yeah. uh-huh. and. Uh, gargoyles oh gargoyles was cool and uh and then obviously like i would also watch like friends and fucking seinfeld and shit <laughs> what about biker mice from mars you remember biker mice from mars i don't know <laughs> so, i do remember so uh, let me tell you what it's about <laughs> it's about these mice that are that are human size they're from mars and they ride motorcycles I hell yeah could you have guessed yeah uh i could dig it 
I was around though for the, uh, and this was after y'all's time, so you know this is me. But uh, Disney Channel original movies, and they started doing all of the sports. So they had like Johnny Tsunami, and he's like a surfer, but he picks up snowboarding, and then fucking does that and then there's like motocross where a chick rides motocross and she's pretending to be a dude because motocross doesn't allow girls apparently (laughs) (laughs) and then uh like uh alley cat strike back and it was a bowling movie (laughs) like that's lame i mean at the time it was pretty fucking cool (laughs) so so i'm gonna fuck you up real big right now i come from a time where there wasn't cable television yeah and so like i remember when cable television happened and was the world still in black and white then? No, no, no. We had color. It was just very low resolution. No, like real life. Was real life in black and white still? Yeah, real life was still black and white for sure. Um, but I remember, I remember when all of a sudden we got cable, and then we had MTV and Nickelodeon. And MTV at the time played nothing but fucking music videos. Right. Which, by the way, they've created a throwback channel. If you have cable now, there's old school MTV, and mm-hmm. it just goes by decades. And it's like music videos from this decade, music videos from that decade. Mm-hmm. Is music shit. videos a uh, dead thing? No, no, it's coming back, bro. It's coming I, back. I really hope it. Like it could, but today's like the the way people are so like we have blinders on now. We can only consume things within like a fifteen minute intervals at the most. Yeah, uh, dude, I feel like uh, a music video is the perfect platform right now, like for a comeback. It's staged for a comeback, dude. Fucking a, there's something I want to talk about right now. Hold on, let me finish my thought and then All go. Right. Uh, so, so when Nickelodeon first started happening, you had like Inspector Gadget, yeah, like yeah, yeah. old school Looney Tunes, the Snorks. Do y'all remember the Snorks? No. Do you remember uh, Dinosaurs? Mm-hmm. Not the Mama. Not the Mama. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was on that was on network television though. That yeah. was on a regular TV uh-huh. station at night, like yeah, on, on sure. TGIF maybe even. Um, <coughs> and so, and and then there was the there was the game shows that. Nickelodeon would do where they, they like, slime you. Oh, I did watch those. I did watch the those. Summer Sanders, uh, hell yeah. Uh, what are they called? There was uh, I can't remember what it's called, dude. There was uh, Guts. Guts was the channel that had all of it, but uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple was my era. But then there was the what's the one with their like? It's a normal game show, but they slimed everybody. Yeah, I don't every game show they did. Yeah, yeah, but the main one, the first one. Yeah, the dude. I remember watching Nickelodeon. Like it was like whole families too. Yeah, when Nickelodeon, when Nickelodeon, and they have to find the flag and like the giant nose, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. slide down the slide into the fucking boogers, and yeah, yeah, dude. But that was that was original. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like as soon as Nickelodeon became a channel, like that was the shit that happened right in the beginning. Was like mostly you got old school Looney Tunes. It was like all old Looney Tunes on that channel for a long time. All right. So and here's then the, later the WB happened, and then here, the WB took all the Looney Tune shit. Here's what I want to talk about: YouTube Rewind 2019. Fuck you! Like, I haven't what? played it, dude. I don't play that shit yet. What is it? I don't understand, dude. All right. So YouTube Rewind 2018 is the most disliked video on YouTube. <laughs> it fucking failed miserably. What is this idea? What is the concept here? The whole idea is that they take like what the biggest shit from YouTube was and then make like a, a play-by-play for the year, right? Okay. They're like, hey, this is what was big this year and like all this shit happened and you know, these people got famous, these people fucking fell off and you know, these people... So why was 18 such a failure? Uh, so that was the one and you've definitely seen the memes about it. Uh, it was the one where they had Will Smith and he was like, it's rewind time and then it fucking went to pure garbage for like 10 minutes uh, hmm. <clears throat> so 18 was a massive failure it's literally got i think it's like 17 million dislikes or something like that uh so youtube rewind 2019 came out like two days ago and it's awful <laughs> it's really bad also is that the goal like is, is it a meme no it's not uh so on the day before they released youtube rewind 2019 they were like hey the fucking uh the comments are enabled, likes and dislikes are enabled because they fucking shut it off after they got like 16 million dislikes and fucking like all of the negative comments, right? Mm. On the year before. So this year they were like, hey, see you tomorrow. The fucking likes and dislikes are enabled and so are comments. And then they released their video and it was fucking like, it was basically a glorified top 10 video. They were basically like, this is the most viewed shit on our platform. And so everybody ended up like, you can't fuck with tradition and they started disliking the video and so now it's all fucked up and then the comment section 
Somebody fucking posted like, so at the beginning of the YouTube Rewind 2019, they're like, hey, we fucked up last year. Like, obviously you didn't like what we made, so let's see what you like. And then they went into a, like a top 10 video. So the, the comment section was, hey, or YouTube, you know, colon, quote, hey, let's see what you guys like in 2019. And then uh, everybody, colon, let's copy and paste each other's comment. <laughs> and so the entire fucking comment section is the copy and paste of that comment for fucking thousands of comments. So it is a meme. <laughs> oh, well, the, and, yeah. And let's be to, real. To the internet, it's a meme. YouTube tried <laughs> and failed miserably because they're still a meme. But did they, though? Because they're getting, what, I'm assuming millions of views? Hey, guess what? People are still posting links to fucking old videos mm-hmm. on their platform. And I don't know if, if like, because they, they, they have to have some kind of formula that tells them what are the top videos for this year. Right. So less than being like, fuck you, YouTube, for promoting this bullshit... It's more of a statement to, like, where humanity is. Like, this is what we did this year. This is what we accomplished. We fucking suck. It's a testament to how shitty people are. Yeah, for sure. Dude, there's there's some companies out there that just can't fuck up. Like... Yeah. They're never going to go down. Uh-uh. YouTube, Facebook. Like, yeah. You, uh. Uh, <clears throat> what you I know, will say, though... Uh, I remember... Uh, I remember when none of this shit existed, and it was like, if only... Mm-hmm. Uh, what I will say... The Rewind 2019 was fucking garbage. That's not even true. It was mediocre. That's what it was. It was completely forgettable. It just didn't matter at all. Uh, But there is a video called YouTube Rewind 2019 Legends or something like that that somebody else made. Uh, And it's really fucking good. If you haven't seen that, go check it out because it is fucking actually really cool. Uh, They did a proper rewind. And it's basically like the whole decade. Like they showed the evolution of like... You know, actually, pretty much everything since YouTube started. Like, they started Numa Numa in fucking 2005 and then, like, you know, moved all the way down to, like, PewDiePie getting married this year. Like, the whole fucking track. And it, I think it's, like, eight minutes or something, but it's really good. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to watch 2019 Rewind as soon as this is over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you totally should. Um, it's, uh, it's a fucking kind of garbage video, if I'm being honest, but it is totally worth watching just because it's fucking hilarious that the internet just took that and we're like... Hey, fuck you guys. <laughs> Do our own thing. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Please and thank you. So this kind of makes me think of, I uh, I have Verizon, so I got the free year of Disney Plus or whatever. Oh, you finally fucking got it? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I had to look it up because everyone was like, I have Verizon, so I got a free year. Dude, I have Verizon. Why the fuck don't I have this yet? So I had to look it up, get the code, whatever. I got it. I paid for um, Disney Plus. Basically, what I did with Disney Plus is got the app and then promptly watched four episodes of the mandalorian i think i think the fifth episode is out now um one thing that i did notice before before we get into this though is uh disney plus hulu and espn plus are going to get bundled together for 15 bucks a month Woohoo! and that's going to be dope because then we can watch then we can pay for the ufc pay-per-view events fucking assholes and we have hulu and and disney plus moving forward after this trial period is over all right so that's a good way to go but uh The the mandalorian yeah, it's dude. pretty good, dude. Uh, so I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit behind. I've watched two episodes, so you know I've seen I've seen the spoiler alert. Uh, if you well, haven't seen how, it yet, you're no, let's fucking off. Let's, <laughs> but, let's give them a look, guys. If you yeah, if you haven't seen Baby Yoda at this point, you don't have Facebook. So. Is this the last topic of this this episode? Yeah. Okay, cool. So guys, if if you haven't watched The Mandalorian, fuck off right now. Listen to the end of this show next week or something. Watch The Mandalorian. Well, I don't know. Baby Yoda basically is, is the spoiler. And, everywhere. and it's everywhere. Like, if they have Facebook, they've seen the Baby Yoda. They just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So there's a Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, no. Is is it Baby Yoda? I don't think so. Because I think the time frame is like I don't after think so. the original three before... The new three. I don't here's like here's a more important question. So for those of you that don't know, Mandalorian is um, the basically the like the type of being. Like there's humans, and then there's like Mandalorians, right? And the Mandalorians are are what Boba Fett and Jango Fett were. Yeah, right, for yeah. those of you that have watched Star Wars, and um, they're they're but, they're warriors. That's the whole. Premise. Also, John Favreau is the director who did. Uh, he was the uh, very bad things. Yep, that was John. John Favreau. He, he also did. Uh, he was Swingers I, and Iron Man. He directed one of the Iron Man, and he was also in the replacement. <laughs> he was also in the Iron Man as the security guard. Anyways, uh-huh. but also uh, what made John Favreau famous was Swingers. For those of you that don't know, watch Swingers. 
Vegas, baby. Vegas. And he was Danny Bateman in the replacements. Remember the the uh, yeah. Gene Hackman's like, give me that ball. He's like, I'm gonna get you the ball. And he's like, give Dude, me that ball. Tell me that yeah. the Mandalorian doesn't sound like Timothy Olafonte. It does. I've it's, actually heard people say that. Yeah, a but lot. it's the it's the Red Viper of Dorn. It's That's not, the guy that plays him. Whatever his I know, name is. it's not it's not Timothy Olafonte. But for the first two se- seasons that are the first two episodes that I watched, I was like, no, that that's Timothy Olafonte. Sounds exactly the fucking same, dude. Dude, it's got uh, Herzog. Werner Herzog is in it. It's got Apollo Creed. Uh, shit, what's his name? Uh, the guy that plays Apollo Creed in the original Rocky mo- movie. Yeah. Um, it's got Carl Weathers. That's his name. It's got him in it. Um, Mostly when I, what I want. It's wanna... not a huge. It's not a lot of people with big names. Um, Nick Nolte is in it. Nick Nolte is in it. But, mm-hmm. um, dude, it's just fucking cool. The way they record it, like, I, I they, they're switching back to puppets, not fucking everything CGI. It's real um, uh, so special effects. From also what I've heard, from what I understand... Uh, I think there's a different something with every episode, like a different writer or something like that. Uh, dude, I don't know. All I know is that it's out. It's fucking cool. I've watched it to this point. There's a lot of Star Wars nerds that are out there that are like, dude. But even outside of being a Star Wars nerd, it's just a cool show. It's well, got like a, it's got like a gunslinger cowboy movie vibe oh, yeah. to it. I'm definitely that, fucking, that scene where the the bounty hunter bot mm-hmm. and they go into the town and the bounty hunter bot's like. All right, moving. <laughs> then he just starts yeah. spinning around, shooting guns in every direction. Dude, that shit cracked me up when he's like, I'm going to enter self-destruct mode now. And he's like, no! no. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. shit was fucking great. I and was they, laughing my ass off through that scene. And they had this cool thing where like... I yeah, guess it does it Mandal- like three times. The Mandalorians have this special kind of metal that only they could make and they use it to make their armor. And it, and it, uh, it, it, it resists, it's a resistant because it's not foolproof, but it resists blasters. Yeah. And, and so he doesn't have the armor because their race got wiped out and all the metal got stolen, but uh, he's rebuilding it like piece at a time. So as yeah. he does bounties, he like builds a new piece of his armor. So, so here's what I think. I'm not a Star Wars nerd. First of all, I have seen all of them. Obviously, I think everybody in, that's alive right now has probably seen most of them at least, you know, Um but I, I don't qualify myself. I can't tell you all of the shit. I don't, you know, I'm not, you know, familiarized with all the lore and all the shit. Um, what I can tell you is that I started watching The Mandalorian and I've enjoyed it. I think it's good. I think it's a fucking good series. And I can't wait to see how they tie it into the story. Because I think right now every all the Star Wars nerds are mad about uh, it that it doesn't it doesn't tie into the story. Right. Like it's it's a off on its own standalone thing that's not tying in in any real general direction the vibe that i'm getting from it that i like i I think it's gonna i think it's gonna it's got to i think it's gonna tie directly into the story and it's gonna blow everybody's minds when it does we're getting back to what star wars like the star wars when they made the star wars movie star wars it was star wars a new hope uh it was like like the the cantina scene. There's a cantina scene in the original Star Wars movie where he walks into the cantina and da 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 da. da. Uh-huh. And oh, and, and the Mandalorian and music. Kenobi. And and it's got a it's got almost a Western vibe, but sci-fi. We're getting back into like yeah, like cowboys and gunslingers and pirates, but sci-fi. <laughs> but we're flying around in space and we're shooting blasters. Dude, it's fucking cool. And the Mandalorian is straight up a gunslinger, like. Mm-hmm. A gunslinger from straight out of uh, uh, Clint Eastwood movie. Dude, he yeah. reminds me of Timothy Olyphant. And he's not, he's also not, uh, he's an anti-hero. He's not a bad guy. He's definitely a good guy, but he's not, like, good. Well, right. he, he he's breaking good, though. He, he had been like a, it's all about the money. And then at the point that he, well, spoiler alert, like you said, turn it off a long time ago if you didn't want it. Uh, when he saved the baby Yoda, he broke his code. Yep. He's he's chaotic good. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I just I really love the the vibe that it's thrown out there. It's it's gotten away from like let's just make a visual spectacle and the the feeling that it gets, the way they filmed it, the way they edit it, um, the music, the score, even the story, the way it's written, like he, he doesn't he doesn't win all of his fights. He doesn't uh he's not a he's not a Jedi, he's not a superhero. Yeah. He's just a dude that lives in the Star Wars universe and he's kind of a badass. Yeah. For sure. It's fucking cool, man. So I just had a light bulb go off. In some of the newer Star Wars movies, um, Bubba Fat and Jango Fat kind of went against what the Jedis were trying to do, right? What if this backstory tells a whole different story from a different perspective that makes it seem like maybe they were trying to do the right thing? Yeah, could be. 
That w- and flip the whole thing on its head. Uh, I do want to throw this in just because we're kind of on the topic. Um, but the Fallen Order, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, new video game that's out. I was talking about it a couple weeks ago uh, on a midweek, but played through it some more. It's fucking good. It's actually really good. Uh, Star Wars has a history of good games. No, they don't. Dude, I've played some good ones. There was one that I got lost in for a hot minute. There on, was like there N64. was good ones early on. Early, early on, there on, was good ones. Yeah. Do you and remember then they the Star Wars fighting like... game where they fought like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? No. no, I didn't fuck with that. Oh, dude. The one I remember was for N64, and it was... Man, well, <clears throat> what happened was EA got a hold of the rights for Star Wars games, and they oh. fucked it off for years and years. Yeah. Uh, EA, but, EA did their thing. <laughs> yeah. So right now... Um, this game that just came out was made by Respawn, and Respawn is behind, uh, they did Titanfall, and then they did, uh, uh, there's a new, newer, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, Battle Royale game that they're Ooh. really fucking big on. Uh, fuck, what is it called? Um, I don't care. A- Apex Legends. Oh, yeah. They did Apex Legends as well. So, like, they have a pretty good history. Like, I'm not big on Battle Royale, but Apex Legends is one of the better ones. Uh, and then Titanfall has a, like, cult following for sure. Um, and they, they took their shot and did a single-player story-driven kind of Souls, Dark Souls-ish game. And it's really fucking good, actually. So, I'm pretty fucking hyped on Star Wars right now. <laughs> I got Disney+. Plus. I fucking <laughs> am playing a Star Wars game. Like, I'm, I'm pretty fucking nerding out on Star Wars at the moment. Yeah, dude, I'm excited. The, apparently, the fifth episode is of The Mandalorian is up now, so I'm going to watch that tonight. I, I will say this. This is the first time that the, that uh, anything Star Wars has sparked my interest for some time. Like, yeah. I've gone and seen them and, uh, you know, whatever. But I like the new movies. I think they're good, but The Mandalorian is better. Yeah, know? for sure. And maybe that's the new format. Like, maybe... Maybe that's the way forward from here on out because they're the way they're pimping this new one is this the end of a of a saga, right? I love the Mandalorian music too. Oh yeah, it's great. Everything is great. Like um, when they walk out, the music, and then I love at the end that they do the the little snippets of the of like the comics. Maybe and, this is what Star Wars needs to like reboot the franchise as a as a, a show that's that's gritty and fun and and different. I, than, I'm kind of curious if this is just an us thing though, like. Like, hey, guys, if y'all have been watching The Mandalorian, hit us up and let us know that you've been watching it for sure. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm curious if this is just like maybe we've just fallen to a certain thing or if everybody's actually thinking. Well, I'm a cowboy movie sucker and this is paying major homage to old school cowboy movies. Definitely hit hit up our Facebook and tell us what you think about it. Uh, By the way, guys, the Whiskey and Whiskers website's up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show, there is a link to our Patreon account. With pledges starting at just $1. At whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com, you can find links to the show no matter how you choose to listen. iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting apps. And their live feed starts social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Again, that's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. Check us out. We'll be back next week. And we have new episodes every Monday. So we'll talk to you all later.